Hey guys. Happy December. This is the final episode of the year. So I want to say Merry Christmas. I want to say Happy New Year. <laughs> I'll be back the first Monday of January. But it's been a great year on here. Just thank you for everybody who's listening and sharing. And um, if you have enjoyed this podcast this year, please take a moment and rate and review it, especially on iTunes. It's incredibly helpful. Hope that you've been enjoying these last couple months. I am going to wrap it up this year with just some good old inspirational, coachy, you can do it reminders for y'all. Okay. Because a new year's coming and there's new things to do and there's new things to try. And I'm 100% sure that God has laid new things on your heart or your mind to do because you do have a purpose and God does have things he wants you to accomplish and ways that he wants you to grow. So I want to take a moment and end this year with encouraging you how to be new at something how to be a newbie because next year is going to begin and you're going to be drawn to something. You're going to be drawn to going to the gym or joining a group at church or joining maybe one of my programs or jumping into some counseling or some coaching. You might feel a prick in your heart to go back to school or get a higher degree or move somewhere or start or end a relationship. Um, start a new job, start a business. Okay, there's there's a lot of things that uh, um, put us in a position where we are new. And I just, I'm really only going to give you guys one core thought today in this episode. And that core thought is, it, it, it's built, it, it's kind of the opposite of the main message that we get nowadays. <laughs> so the main message that we get about anything nowadays is kind of like over positive thinking or almost toxic positivity, self-affirmation, you know, manifesting, you can do it, you can do anything, you're awesome, you've got this, just very, like that kind of language. Um, and, and to be honest, you know, I don't think that kind of language is helpful when you're new at something. It's not helpful. Um, you know, every time I've ever been new at something, I was very, oh, very aware that I was not the smartest person in the room. In fact, that's how you grow, right? I mean, that's how you level up. That's how you change. That's how we expand. That's how our, our lives continue to be lived is that we're moving from one level to the next level, unless we're turning into these comfortable little hermits, which some of us are, by the way, but um, for those of you that don't want to be comfortable, little hermit, <laughs> um, you're going to be in a situation where you're going to feel uncomfortable and you're probably going to ask an embarrassing question or two, and you're not going to have the community, the level of fitness, the level of intelligence, knowledge, ability, whatever it might be. Okay. So whatever the thing is, that's like, maybe like interesting you for next year, or again, that, that God maybe is putting on your heart or maybe has been putting on your heart for years and you keep denying it. I 
I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that you just need to go write down 20 affirmations about how you're awesome and you can do it. And once you've changed all of your negative thoughts about yourself in the situation to positive thoughts about yourself in the situation, you can go do it. What I want to encourage you guys to do is embrace the reality of being new and the fact that it is uncomfortable and the fact that you are there to learn, but also the truth that like, that's okay. Like, yes, being new at something is uncomfortable. Yes. Being new at something can be embarrassing. Yes. You might show up at a new networking meeting, totally overdressed or go to the gym and, you know, wear clothes for the new spin class that nobody else in the class is wearing. I don't know why both of those examples were about clothes. (laughs) Um, You might join a group coaching and get into a group coaching, you know, call and ask a question that somebody snickers at. This is all part of life. And instead of, you know, you're not going to get yourself into those scenarios where, where you're actually going to learn or grow or experience something new by being the smartest, most capable, best person in the room. You will have to be the least experienced person at some point in your life. And again, instead of just trying to convince yourself that you're smart enough to be there, or you're as smart as all those other women, because that's a lie. And down deep, our intuition, our soul knows that's a lie, which is why you continue to not do it, by the way. If you just try to build up your ego, which is a lie, you're not, you're never going to get to the point where you take on that new venture or become a newbie at whatever that thing is. Instead, as I've kind of sort of said in a few different ways here, just like chill, (laughs) just chill and recognize and embrace and verbally state to your friends, to your family, to the group that you walk into. I mean, don't overstate it. Don't be self-deprecating, but you can just say, I'm really excited to be here to try this thing, but I am brand new. Hoping that maybe in a couple months or six months or a couple years or whatever, I'm an expert at this. Or, you know, my fitness has reached the level I want it to, or I've achieved my master's degree, or, you know, I've gotten a promotion. I have all these different ideas coming to my head right now about things that could be new, new for us as women. And obviously, like being a newlywed, being a mom, (laughs) being Uh, maybe a mom who's been out of work for a long time, but goes back to work, being a new Christian, moving to a new city and walking into a church by yourself. Like y'all, we all experience these moments as you're thinking about next year. I just want you to like embrace the fact that being new is awesome and okay. And you can handle being uncomfortable. You have to accept the truth. It's always the truth that sets us free that being inexperienced doesn't equal, it has no impact on your value. Just all the things that make you 
you and make you valuable don't change just because you put yourself in a new situation where you are the least experienced. The world can sometimes make us feel that way. Yeah. And depending on what sort of sector you're in or what field or what specific thing we're talking about, there might even be people who make you feel that way. There might be people who look down on you because you're new or because you're not as good as them at yoga. (laughs) But guess what? Those people have no bearing and their opinion have no bearing on your life. Who cares what other people think? Especially if we're talking about something that, that God has placed on your heart to do. To start a relationship, to end a relationship, to go back to college, to start a ministry, to go have a conversation with your director of women's ministry about a way that you can help. And you're so nervous because maybe she's going to laugh at you and say no. Okay. But if God has laid it on your heart, obey. Even if she says no, we don't really have a place for you. How dare you think that you're able to lead a group or a Bible study, which by the way, she's not going to say that, but I know you might be afraid she's going to say that. So I'm just like, I'm here today and I'm talking to all y'all because I love new years. And I know that you guys, I mean, new beginnings are awesome, you know, part of what I'm seeing out there in the world today, I don't know if it's just because of like the wealth we live in or it's post COVID or what it is, but women are a little too comfortable. They're bored. If I'm honest, most women are overwhelmed with a to-do list and schedule, but they're like soul level bored and unsatisfied. Okay. I'm seeing a lot of that out there. If that's you, I really, really, really want to challenge you and encourage you and invite you into a way of living that says, if God has put something on your heart, an interest, a thing to learn, a thing to do, a place to travel, something to start, that is, that is, I mean, if you're a believer, okay, if you have the Holy Spirit in you and you're living a life of prayer and overall you're like seeking the Lord, none of us are perfect, but you're like living in communion with God and he's placed something on your heart. That is God's invitation to a bigger life, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're an empty nester, whether you have kids, God has not messed up on you and your skills and your interests and your wants and your talents and your desires. If you're bored or you're too scared to do something or you're too afraid of failure I want this next year to be the year that you, you just embrace being new at something. Pick one thing there. Like God is just kind of heavy on you to do the thing. If God is heavy on you to do the thing, or you're just passionate about something, excited about something, don't try to remove all the fear and all the self-doubt. Don't try to remove Don't try to talk yourself up. Instead, just like, remember what it felt like to be a freshman. It was hard. It was hard. Or remember what it felt like when you were a new mom, if you happened to be a mother. Or remember what it felt like, you know, just like go back to a time in your life when you were new at something and remember that you survived it. And like all the feelings that happen at that time in your life are fine because You can feel them again and just reframe them into not a lie or like something that's overly positive, but just 
remind yourself that those feelings are part of newness. They're part of growth. In fact, they're really exciting because it means you're alive and you're doing something new and you're doing something different. Okay. And that's why being new at something is really hard, but really awesome. Okay. Don't try to talk yourself into being great enough or perfect enough. Don't try to talk yourself out of all your self-doubt or out of all the fear of failure. Don't try to make the situation of being new at something not uncomfortable because it is. Instead, just remember that everybody feels that way sometimes. And the people who are worth anything, that's a really terrible way to say it. <laughs> let me let me rephrase that. The people whose opinions are worth anything. The the people whose opinions are worth anything are people of grace. Okay. They too remember what it was like to be new. They're not going to laugh at you. They're going to help you. They're not going to make fun of you. They're going to be so excited that you're there or that you're in that group or that you're in that room or that you've decided to just do whatever, that they're going to embrace you and they're going to help you. And those feelings of being new or kind of stupid or which are just not fun. I mean, again, I know I've said that already, but like I'm having physical kind of remembrances (laughs) of being new at a job, going from one job to another job. And it's like, I knew nothing. I was the idiot who had to ask where the copy machine was and what's the copy code and how come this email bounced back to me and wait, what's the copy code again? And what's this abbreviation mean for this room? You know, it's like, uh, why do I have to be this person? Well, because I'm new and it's humble to to be new at something. Um, I sent out an email on Saturday about this, about being new at something. And I think I ended it with the words, it's humble and it's hopeful to be new at something. So I just want to instill some hope in you guys. I want to kind of normalize the experience of being new at something that it's hard, that it's uncomfortable, but that it doesn't last very long. (laughs) and it's, and it's just a beautiful, awesome part of life. You can't like positive think it away or manifest it away. What you can do is just have the grit to be uncomfortable for a little while and own it and kind of laugh it off. And then tell me and tell the world, you know, tell us about it when you get over the hump and you're like, all right, I'm owning the fact that I'm like an intermediate now, or I'm an experienced at this now, but man, friends, I don't know what it is. Seriously. I don't know what it is that God is laying on your heart for next year. I don't know, but I want to deeply encourage you to spend some honest to goodness time in prayer about it. And, and don't approach next year with like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, I saw all these influencers or I saw this thing at church or all these other women are setting these kind of goals or working on this kind of stuff. Forget what everybody else is doing. Spend the next couple of weeks asking God what he wants you to do. Asking God what he wants you to do. If he wants to heal something in you, if he wants you to rise up and try something new, do something new, go somewhere new, start something new so that when the new year comes, whatever it is that you jump into, is the right thing. You know, you're jumping into the right thing 
and you're doing it with an attitude of hopefulness and an attitude of humility, that's life, y'all. If any of you were like, you were just struck with something during this episode of this is what I'm going to do next year, or this is what I'm considering doing. I would love to hear it. That's not a joke. I want to hear it. DM me on Instagram, send me an email. I don't care how you want to get a hold of me. I want to hear what it is that God is putting on your guys' heart so I can just pray for you, celebrate with you. Okay, guys, Merry Christmas. If you're interested in joining the Abundant Life Lab, which is a group coaching session, a group coaching cohort that I'm starting in January, go ahead and look at the link in the show notes. Also, I'm starting Not Alone, which is a free community for single women. There's a link in the show notes for that. If you might be interested in one-on-one coaching, there's a link for a discovery call. And other than that, y'all, I'm going to be back with more podcasts and I pray content that points you towards Christ, that helps you grow in your confidence in Christ and in your trust, because the world needs women who are confident in Christ, who are confident in what he's called us to do. And that's what I'm here to do is to lead us all in that direction to point us all towards the one who is our utter confidence, our peace, our power, our direction. That's where I'm headed in 2023. I hope you guys come with me and have a very Merry Christmas. Love y'all.